quiet and joyful, uh, joyful places. We also offer you know, beautiful parks, natural parks, filled you know, with the most um, beautiful uh, flowers and quiet, uh, meaning that the moment you reach there, you, know, you are uh, quiet and joyful places. Quiet and joyful places refer the moment you reach there, you're filled with joy and so quiet that without you know, the hustling bustle uh, or with the clamor of a uh, uh, crowd and so on, you know, so conducive uh, to perform practice. So we offer <coughs> forest groves, quiet and joyful places which have a profound effect on one's uh, state of mind, on, on, on one's mood, and which make one's mood happy. These are offered to the three jewels. Heavenly, so excuse me, heavenly trees bedecked with flowers. Uh, just uh, experience so we can offer any uh, beautiful tree you know bedecked or um, <coughs> which uh, are full of uh, flowers the promises of rich fruits in this you know uh, in the future so we can whatever beautiful trees that we see can also be offered to, to the tree jewels mm. <laughs> And trees with fruit laden branches and trees uh, <coughs> which bear fruit you know, such that uh, rich fruit such that uh, during the uh, autumn season the branches are you know, uh, slightly bent uh, or slightly curved by the weight of uh, you know, those rich fruits. So we offer these trees, or the fruit laden trees, to the two jewels. And in the next uh, list of uh, unearned offerings, uh, we have uh, the <coughs> fragrances of celestial realms, incense, wishing tree, and uh, jewel trees. So, fragrances, sweet fragrances that there are in the world of uh, devils, you know, worldly gods, and in the human world. Whatever fragrances that uh, you know, char uh, that charge the in, in the whole air or atmosphere with those uh, with their sweets uh, smell all are also offered to the two jewels Second line, <coughs> wishing trees and jewel trees. Wishing trees are the trees uh, 
that Falklands uh, Wednesday Guards have there for uh, you know a wish granting tree or uh, they have wish granting trees the, as the, the text says wish granting trees by virtue of which all their wishes are spontaneously fulfilled all their wants um, are satisfied and also um, <coughs> are dual individual trees in the world for uh, devils or gods so these are also uh, visualized as uh, as being offered to the two jewels or we can offer them through visualization to the two jewels Uncultivated harvests, like humans in the northern continent, as you know, there are four continents, and the humans in the northern continent, so they don't have to work hard in the uh, in the fields. The crops grow naturally and without being cultivated in the fields, and the the rice that that uh, types of rice that you grow in the northern continent are unhusked and without any husks ready to eat. <coughs> so whatever uncultivated crops we can visualize, <coughs> we can think of, we can offer, and uh, that we know of, can also be offered to the two jewels. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Uh, and all ornaments that are worthy to be uh, offered and besides these unearned offerings we can um, offer anything or all that are ornaments uh, and that are worthy to be offered to, to the two jewels like lakes and small several pools uh, filled with uh, uh, beautiful uh, lotuses and uh, also birds and uh, you know geese you know, uh, singing beautiful songs so we, uh, we can visualize such things and offer to the three jewels <coughs> we have to verse uh, five and six together. And lakes and pools adorned with the lotuses and the beautiful cry of wild geese that I think uh, were all to um, explain. Everything unknown within the limitless spheres of spheres of space, creating these in my uh, in my mind, I offer them to the supreme beings, the Buddhas as well as their sons. <coughs> Thus, whatever beautiful lakes, pools filled with the lotus uh, flowers, and also uh, you know the songs of uh, 
wild geese and other several birds and everything that you, that one doesn't uh, personally uh, possess but the things that they are li literally there in the world and in this in the nature can be offered to the two jewels <coughs> and who do we offer again it says creating these in my mind I offer them to the supreme beings if we see these things we can offer if not we can uh, mentally create these create <coughs> these things and offer them to the supreme beings the Buddha their sons you know, in, uh, the Bodhisattvas or compassionate ones think kindly of me and accept uh, these offerings of mine. <coughs> so, uh, since one uh, offers these to the three jewels, and then uh, in order that these offerings are accepted by the three jewels, one requests them to kindly and to think, uh, you know, to, to kindly accept one's offering. No, so, uh, to accept one's uh, offerings or <coughs> things that one person doesn't own or possess. Why? Uh, in the next verse, the reason is explained uh, you know, why we can, or why we can and why we should uh, offer things that we don't personally possess or own. <coughs> It says, having no merit, I'm <coughs> destitute, and I have no other gifts to offer. The reason uh, I offer things that there are in the nature, and also by creating mentally to the two jewels, is that because is that I don't have material things that I can uh, offer to the two jewels be, uh, because I did not practice generosity uh, from the uh, in the past lives uh, as well as I did not uh, have merits from my past lives. And I have no other gifts to offer. Uh, I have uh, no other you know, uh, substances, material substances that uh, I own, my, that I myself own, and that can be offered to the three jewels. Since I don't have, since I'm a destitute in terms of not having enough good fortune. Uh, and <coughs> having enough material things that can be offered, so I have to take to the last resort of you know offering things that are that that are in the nature and uh, that are in nature, and uh, uh, and I have to take to the 
repulsed or for mentally creating these offerings. You who think of helping others by your power accept this for my sake. All protectors, all protectors, the Buddha and the Bodhisattvas. So one calls on uh, the Buddha and Bodhisattvas, the protectors, you know, who always think of helping others. Therefore, one calls on them saying that all protectors, um, please accept these. Uh, offerings from me uh, for my sake so that I may collect merits uh, by you know collect merits or gather merits or good <coughs> fortune when you accept uh, these offerings that I've made uh, through uh, creating some of the offerings mentally as well as uh, uh, literally offering things that they are in nature mm. now the next offering, the next type of offering is offering one's own body. In the second section of the actual offerings, offering one's body. Since one doesn't have uh, wealth, material, nor prosperity to engage in wholesome offerings, therefore, the only thing I have now is, uh, apart from things that are offered in, the, in, the, in nature, my own body. Therefore, I'll offer my own body to the Buddha and, the, and the, their sons or the, um, the Bodhisattvas, just as. Malarabha, the famous Tibetan uh, yogi, when he first appeared before his uh, uh, awe-inspiring master, Marpa, <coughs> he said, uh, um, "I offer my body, my two, my body, spirit, and mind to the to the guru, to you, uh, and I and I expect in return to get teaching, food, clothing from you." So just as he had nothing except his own body, similarly. Uh, in the case of a person who has nothing but his <coughs> left with his own body, so then offers his, uh, his own body to the three, uh, to the three jewels. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Verse 8. Eternally sh- shall I offer all my bodies. 
um, meaning uh, of uh, all my bodies of different lifetimes uh, eternally to the two jewels. And not that uh, sometimes when you're in good mood, you know, you feel like offering, and so when you're upset with something, then you know, you take back all your bodies. Although such a thing doesn't take place literally uh, at this time, but uh, at the level of practice, internal practice, you know, uh, such thoughts might, uh, might arise. Uh, relentlessly for the welfare of uh, those caught in the 
samsaric existence. The last uh, two lines of verse two, uh, of verse nine, uh, explains the need to you know clear away, uh, <coughs> clear away the straw of uh, uh, the straw of uh, negativities. Because if we don't clear away now. Uh, uh, the negative negativities that uh, we uh, have done mm. in the past, then the negativities will certainly work against us in that we will uh, uh, these negativities will cause miserable rebirth in the two <coughs> one of the two lower realms. If we were to be reborn in one of the two three lower realms, then let alone working for others that is you know, to fulfill one's declaration to work for those in the court and conditioned existence in sentient beings, one wants even be able to look after one's own well-being. Therefore, the need arises to clear away, and, uh, you know, clear away uh, negativities or negative actions one has performed and you know, uh, pave the way for working for others. It says, I shall perfectly transcend my previous evils. Transcend here has a, uh, a specific meaning of declaring uh, uh, or admitting one's wrong actions in the past. Mm. Or in other words, uh, it means that I will go beyond, I'll go beyond uh, the limits of uh, negativities and not be, you know, within the bounds of uh, uh, negativities of my past actions. Mm. And in the future shall um in the future shall commit no more uh, in the future I'll commit no more of uh, such negativities. It means that uh, whatever Negativities that I have done in the past, <coughs> or that I have collected in the past, are here, you know, uh, here itself. I declare and you know admit those wrong uh, actions, and I promise that I will not uh, commit such negativities in the future. So this is one of the ways. <laughs> Uh, this is one of the ways of going, going beyond or transcending uh, my previous evils or transcending one's previous negativities. So that uh, when one is uh, outside the, limits, <coughs> the bounds of uh, negativities, so one will be in, the, in a position to work for others 
which is carrying about, carrying on, or carrying out instructions of the two jaws. So that's very important. Uh, if we um, you know, clear away our negativities by applying the four specific antidotes to them, and then uh, uh, determine not to perform <coughs> those negativities in the future, then we will certainly uh, be, be we become ind independent of those negativities, and thus we won't be under the influence of those negativities. <coughs> <coughs> now the third uh, section of the actual offering. The actual offering has three sections: unearned offerings, and offering of one's own body. These two are gone. The third section is offering of, excuse me, a mentally created offering. A mentally created offering has uh, two sections, two subdivisions: uh, ordinary offerings and sublime offerings. As for the ordinary offerings, there are twelve types or twelve uh, items which can be uh, uh, visualized and uh, <coughs> which can be created mentally and offered to the two jewels. So we will deal with that, uh, those twelve offerings. <coughs> Now, uh, mentally created, uh, the first mentally created offering, ordinary offering is offering of bath. And in offering bath, we <coughs> have to visualize that bath uh, temporal and the birthing, so bathing chamber uh, is to a very suitably scented bathing chambers with brilliant sparkling crystal floors and exquisite pillars ablaze with gems having canopies above a glow with uh, pearls. So we are describing here uh, in the bathing, is it bathing or bathing? Bathing. So bathing chamber. <coughs> uh, so the, the chamber, the floor itself is uh, not a rough floor, but uh, the surface is extremely smooth and, you know, like a uh, uh, precious uh, um, <coughs> precious stones, but extremely uh, smooth and sparkling with them. And we have to imagine that in the four uh, directions of that bathing chamber, scented um, bathing chamber with the most sparkling, soft and smooth uh, surface or the floor, there are four uh, pillars. Mm -hmm. 
precious vase filled, uh, filled again with the most uh, refreshing uh, scented water and you visualize <coughs> offering uh, pouring water and just as they are you know, having a bath then you also imagine that uh, uh, there is beautiful song going on and the music uh, to as it says to, to the accompaniment of music and song to to make that uh, bathing of uh, bathing extremely uh, <coughs> a sweet uh, experience and you know uh, pleasurable noise. So this is uh, the first of the <coughs> twelve uh, mentally create, created ordinary offerings. And now, just as after we have had a shower or bath, you know, we usually dry ourselves with towel. Similarly, and now we, after we have uh, uh, given baths, to the Dadakadas and their sons, now we visualize you know, drying their bodies. Let me dry their bodies with with incomparable cloths, clean and well anointed with the scent and then may I present these holy beings with fragrant garments of suitable colors. <coughs> so, after having uh, give, given bath to the to the Buddhas and uh, their sons, or the Bodhisattvas, then we imagine, or we visualize, and we, we dry their bodies with the most incomparable clothing, most uh, soft, or the softest and you know uh, type of cloth. <coughs> At the same time, cloth is uh, you know, uh, anointed with it, uh, different scents. Now here we don't imagine rubbing the towel or that cloth. Uh, rubbing, don't imagine rubbing that uh, on their body. We only imagine or visualize touching five parts of the their bodies: the two shoulders and two knees and the two. And the heart. If you imagine perform that uh, gesture that which that was performed by Gyanpache, which is touching two shoulders, two knees, and then heart, because all the waters uh, are visualized uh, as being collected from these plants. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, just as uh, after we have dried ourselves, then we uh, 
we are now put on our clouds. Similarly, and now we offer clouds, uh, garments to the uh, to the Buddhas and their sons. It says, and then, meaning after we have uh, dried um, <coughs> their bodies. Uh, to the to the holy beings, first uh, I offer uh, you know saffron and man robes. Right. So <coughs> so this uh, uh, <coughs> so we imagine uh, you know, after we imagine that we offer uh, that we offer closed uh, to these uh, sublime objects. And then may I present these holy beings with fragrant garments of suitable colors and the words, uh, the phrase suitable colors has significance. So after having dried the bodies, imagine offering, uh, you know, garments that uh, befit uh, their status as uh, ordained uh, practitioners, ordained persons. <coughs> we don't visualize, we don't imagine offering white <coughs> and black palm uh, clothes or clothes or garments, but maroon or saffron clothes <coughs> or garments. He says, I adorn with manifold uh, ornaments and, uh, and various raiments, palm smooth. So, uh, would you please uh, make a little adjustment? When he says, and then uh, may I present these holy beings with fragrant garments of suitable colors. <coughs> uh, this becomes the second uh, <coughs> offer of mentally created offerings, offering of clothes, the garments. And the first two lines uh, pertain to offering of garments, saffron and maroon garments or robes to the ordained uh, Buddhas and uh, Bodhisattvas. And, uh, the these two lines, these two, uh, the <coughs> first two lines of verse 13 uh, pertain to offering of uh, clothes or garments to <coughs> lay bodhisattvas. Therefore, I adorn with manifold ornaments and uh, various raiments found in uh, smooth. So one imagines offering a most beautiful uh, and spectacular uh, uh, garments and clothes to the lay bodhisattvas. 
heavily support uh, studied with the uh, different ornaments. So because they are lay, so they we offer ornaments to the lay bodhisattvas. So uh, this <coughs> this is a uh, this uh, slide. Uh, Gemji uh, as I explained this as the third offering, uh, the third of the uh, twelve offerings uh, in, in my text is the <coughs> second of the two offerings. So we'll check later on. So, uh, offering of uh, offering of clouds, offering of clouds, uh, offering of clouds is the second of the twelve for uh, mentally created offerings, where it says ornaments. Ornaments uh, is offering of ornaments is the, the third of the twelve offerings, and now, uh, <coughs> although one may not have these these things, but uh, <coughs> uh, one can visualize, one can uh, mentally create these uh, uh, offerings of substances, and then you know uh, make these offerings to the Buddhas and uh, Bodhisattvas. One still would to gather as much merits, uh, as many merits as uh, as one would uh, through actual material offerings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll stop here for tonight. Uh, for information, that the first is offering of bath, second offering of uh, clothes, or <coughs> garments to the ordained and lay Buddhists or. Buddhists, Buddhists, and Buddhists in ordinary form and lay uh, person uh, forms. The third offering is offering of ornaments, which uh, <coughs> uh, which wasn't uh, dealt uh, with in great detail, but we'll uh, have it later on. <coughs> <coughs> Mass あ、それ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ、それ、あ
to remind you of um, the context. Uh, we were dealing with um, uh, 12 mentally uh, transformed ordinary offerings. Uh, of these uh, three, of these 12 uh, offerings, we have dealt with the first three offering above heavenly uh, uh, raiment and then you know, ornaments. <coughs> and we have, in fact, uh, uh, completely finished the third one. Now, offering, offerings are a kind of generosity, and we, need, we really need to practice generosity in order uh, to <coughs> have uh, basic material necessities and, if possible, you know, material prosperity in our future lifetimes. And at the, at the moment, uh, you know, we all uh, love to have uh, comfort and luxury, and because of that, we try various means, but very few have met with success in uh, acquiring wealth and uh, prosperity. So this explains that uh, <coughs> it's not only hard work that uh, really brings our, our <coughs> wealth, uh, there is uh, an unseen factor which governs uh, the, uh, the acquisition of wealth, and that is uh, uh, practice of uh, generosity. And in generosity, you can give things other to the needy and poor, or you can um, make offerings uh, to the sublime beings, to the sublime objects. And now, uh, so uh, in this context, uh, now uh, we are dealing with the offering uh, that mentally uh, created or transformed twelve uh, ordinary offerings of uh, twelve offerings of ordinary you know, substances. So we don't, in, in fact, need we don't run short of uh, 